great moments are born from great opportunity. And that's what you have here tonight. Welcome back to the Views from the Bench podcast. We're now on episode 43. I'm here with Pat Servideo. Pat, how are you? Doing great. How are you? Doing great. We have a special guest today, another one. This is our third week in a row. Yeah, third week in a row of special guests. Yes, a very special guest coming on the pod. I'm going to let you introduce her. Yes, now that you said that, I just caught it. It is our first female guest on this podcast um just an outstanding player went to our high school played high school hockey for panthers um junior hockey nationals at dartmouth university in the states and it's gonna be katarina deja joining us talking about women's hockey and everything yeah so we're very excited about this episode because um we we just don't talk enough women's hockey and it's good to have a, a woman's perspective on this and and uh her experiences growing up playing hockey and and what women's hockey is like and where she thinks uh the direction should be moving forward and um like you said she goes to Dartmouth for hockey so it's going to be really interesting the the stories that we get from from her and and uh and and see what she shares so uh we got you got anything else before we kick it off here Gonna be our third D one player that we have on the show. Third D one player and also official friend of the show. Now, as soon as she comes on and says hello, friend of the show. Friend of the show. <laughs> so, uh, without further ado, welcome, Katarina Deja. So, what originally got you into the game of hockey? How come you wanted to start playing it? Uh, probably definitely my brother he's four years older than me so I was always like the the little sister like following him around wanting to do what he was doing and he played and so I guess my parents just like put me in see if I liked it I don't remember if I actually liked (laughs) playing my first year or something like that but yeah after I started to like get better at it I think I was less frustrated and so then I just kind of I stuck with it how, how old were you when you started? Uh, I was four. But I think previously we had a pond near our house. So we would like skate on it in the winter. Mm-hmm. Or like I would be in the little stroller kind of being tugged along. But yeah, I pretty much, I wanted to be like my brother like all the time. Yeah. So. Does your brother still play hockey? No, he actually, he um, switched over to track and field. Oh, and wow. so he got a, a scholarship to the States for shot put and discus. Wow. So, you, so are he, you, found, he, he found his sport. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a, by the way, you're officially, uh, you're officially a friend of the show now because anyone who comes on our pod is an official friend of the show. And you're nice. a first, you're a first female guest. Oh. On the show. So, um, <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> so when you, were, uh, when you joined, was it, uh, was it an all-girls league or did you have to join a boys' league? Um, I joined, it was the little NTR league so it was all boys i think there were a couple girls in the league mm-hmm. um but it was all boys is that like three on three i don't think it ended up being three on three i'm not sure i don't remember i think it was five on five just on the little ice mm-hmm. oh yeah 
So then how did you find that? Like, when did it transition to like fully women's hockey or fully girls hockey? I played boys hockey up until minor bantam was my last year. So grade eight was my last year Mm -hmm. of boys hockey. Um, I played for the Tigers and the in YSC one year in novice. Um, and then I switched to the Panthers grade nine. So it would have been, I would have been major Bantam, but I, I went to the midget team instead. Mm-hmm. And what's the difference of that one? Between I think the I am the, oh, I just remember um, before I sometimes I would go to the girls tryouts just to get a skate in before the boys tryouts because they always were held earlier. And so when I went, um, we knew the coach previously and he just said like, if you come play midget, then you could be like a call up for the the junior team in the PW. And so I said, Oh, like that's a, that's a good, um, like a good route to go instead of going to the Bantam team. Oh, okay. I see. So, so it wasn't like, like a was year a up or anything? Well, it was, it was, but midget is like three years. And so it's like grade 10, 11 and 12. And so I was in grade nine mm-hmm. playing midget. So basically you're playing if someone's like, could be in grade 12. Yeah. Okay. And do you think that helped you like develop better? Well, that first year was a little rough, to be honest. Like I think our team wasn't great. And I don't know if I just kind of like would play down to other people's levels and stuff like that. But like, I don't know, I found every time I would play against, let's say like a good team, or if I get called called up to the junior team, like I always played a lot better because I had something to prove and I think like with the boys hockey like I always had something to prove because I was pretty much the only girl on the ice mm-hmm. and so I always had to like be on my A game and so that's I don't know what my mindset <laughs> was going on that year but definitely didn't have like the best year. Okay so did you find that you excelled more when you're playing the guys hockey compared to the girls or was it just that team specifically? I think it was just that team I like once I had that one year and then I transitioned to junior playing it was a little bit more of like a faster physical game kind of similar to the boys then it was it was pretty equal I'd say in terms of like excelling Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when did you realize that like you you were this good at it like that you could maybe potentially go somewhere with it oh gosh um (laughs) I just, I remember like grade, I don't know, grade 10 mm-hmm. sending like emails and I thought it was crazy, like sending emails to like NCAA coaches. And I thought that was crazy. I was wow. just like, well, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what to do, but um, yeah, I guess once I started playing in the PW, like seeing the girls who like get offers and sign and stuff like that, then I realized, oh, like maybe I could, I could do this, get my education paid for and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. <laughs> I mean, I wish that happened for me, but me and Pat are unfortunately stuck in beer league and that's, and that's shut down now too. So <laughs> I love going to shinny. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So how, like what's, what's going on over there right now? Like what's the, what's the plan with, with all of COVID and, and school and, and school hockey? They haven't announced anything yet. So I think they're still working on like what their plan is. Mm-hmm in terms of like if we're even going back to school in the fall and then like what that would look like or if there's going to be athletics in the fall. Um, I know our coach said something about if we were to have be like online in the fall, then in the 
we might have a condensed season that starts in January. Right. And through April instead of March. And yeah, so right now it's up in the air. <laughs> Pretty good. Cause all the Canadian schools shut down their sports yeah. for the fall. Yeah. Yeah. They haven't, they haven't said anything yet. I think a lot of it has to do with revenue and money and that kind of thing. And the States are kind of treating it a little bit differently, but we'll see. That's true. So what kind of made you decide you want to go to Dartmouth? What led you there? Um, well, originally, one of the assistant coaches was at Union College. Yeah, Union College. Um, and he was recruiting me there. But with the way it worked, like they didn't give out um, athletic scholarships. And so going there was kind of like really expensive with a dollar and stuff like that. And so, but then he moved to Dartmouth and then he continued to recruit me and then the head coach, they got a coaching change. And so she was recruiting me too. And I just, I mean, I wouldn't have gotten into the school without hockey. So I figured it was a really good opportunity. Mm-hmm. And what do you take in there for school? I am a psychology major. Is that hard? Is it difficult? Um, at times. Hard. Yeah. Well, everything, like everything is a bachelor of arts and then you just major in what, what you want to major in mm-hmm. I find psych is um it's good because there's not a whole lot of labs you have to do which take up a lot of time and like you might miss practice and stuff like that so it's really easy to fit into your schedule and then I was also able to go abroad to last spring to France which was really cool I never thought I'd be able to do that with hockey but that yeah. is really cool especially now with everything that's going on it's awesome that you got the chance yeah. to do that what are kind of your plans after school? Like, do you, I know that's kind of a tough question, but like, <laughs> stresses me out, but <laughs> <laughs> I know I, we just finished. Well, I just finished Pat's almost there as well. And I get that question from relatives and I'm like, don't yeah. ask me that question. <laughs> but, um, like as far as hockey goes, like, do you, do you have a plan as far there or? Um, yeah, I don't know. I always figured I would just kind of stop after college but one of my teammates actually just signed with a team in Budapest for the mm-hmm. European Women's Hockey League. So that's kind of a cool option too. Um, but as of right now, I want to go to physician's assistant school. So I might take a year off and kind of like work on my volunteering, get some out like healthcare hours and stuff. But yeah, I never, I haven't really thought about it. Um, but there's also like the option if we don't have a season then I would have two years in Canada of eligibility. So there's also that too. That, but good. yeah, right now I'd, I'd, I don't really know. Yeah. Sorry, Pat, I didn't want to interrupt you. I just didn't catch the end of that. No, it's, it's fine. I thought I didn't know what was going on. I thought you were dying. <laughs> no, I'm good, man. <laughs> so you don't plan on playing hockey after next year? I don't know yet. I, I'm not sure. Fair enough. Yeah. Anthony doesn't know what he's doing it's next year either. Think about it. <laughs> no, I don't know what I'm doing next year. <laughs> um, That's okay. Yeah, yeah, I know. I may retire from men's league too, so it's, it's okay. I'm trying to convince Pat not to because I think it's healthy that he keeps playing, to be yeah. honest. Why is it healthy, Anthony? Because it's a good stress. It's a good stress relief, and I feel like sometimes you might need it, you know? <laughs> Maybe. Sometimes it adds stress. That's pissed me off. <laughs> I, know. I know. So, Kat, what what advice would you give to uh, younger girls who want to maybe pursue hockey and 
and uh, and take that next step because I know there's been a, there's been a real movement and real progression with women's hockey as of late, and and I want to know your opinion on that. Yeah, well, I think there's definitely some work to do in terms of like salaries and maybe making professional women's hockey like a career that you don't have to have a separate job in. Yeah, like I know a lot of girls like they work a full time job and then they're also like on a professional team, and I think it's kind of sad that like in Canada the the pro the the league folded and like it's our pretty much our best sport that we're <laughs> yeah that we have and so but I think there's been like more awareness about that and they might I'm I'm not really sure what the status is on it right now but like they might be working towards like better compensation and stuff like that but in terms of like if you want to go play university, I think the most important thing, like hard, hard work is important, obviously, but like mm-hmm. um, just kind of always challenging yourself. And like, I don't know, you never want to be the best person in the room. Like you always want to sh- like, you always want to challenge yourself because that's the way you get better. And I found like playing with the boys, like I was challenged to get better and stuff like that. Playing with older girls, like I was challenged and just being coachable um really helps because yeah. coaches are really going to advocate for you like to they talk to other coaches at the next level and stuff like that and um i don't know just if you have the confidence and you're having fun like i think staying in sports is super important mm-hmm. go for it yeah yeah, me and Pat talked about this on another episode too, but even like women's hockey in, in general in the Olympics, it's the most exciting hockey that's on. Like the USA versus Can- Canadian hockey. Yeah. Like they always have the best games. They just do. Yeah. Right? That rivalry. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 so good, right? And and then people always tune into that and they always talk about how good it is and yet we can't get the support to, you know, make it a full-time career or, or mm-hmm. make it something that – can be sustainable for women who want a career in hockey, right? Me and Pat have talked about that. I, I believe it was with Chris, right? Right, Pat? Yeah, it was with Chris. Yeah, and we just talked about like how women's hockey just needs that support because there's so many great women hockey players and, mm-hmm. and they're so talented. It's just uh, it's it's a shame that it doesn't get the attention it deserves. And didn't Toronto just get a women's hockey team? They did right before um, it folded. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. No, they just got one now for like, isn't like the American league. And so that's the first Canadian city with a women's hockey team. Oh, really? I didn't, I, I didn't know that. Know that. Yeah. This, I think it's called like the Toronto six. Really? Kind of cool. Yeah. You think I'm making this up? <laughs> no, I, I just didn't hear about it. <laughs> you gotta be plugged into the sports world, man. I know. I'm sorry. NWHL. Um, so that's the that's the league that's that's still going, right? Because the CWHL folded. Yeah. yeah, but the NWHL has the the hockey team called the Toronto Six. Mm. It's spelled out S I X, not the actual. It's a cool name, though. It is. See, but like we should be hearing about that. Like, yeah, everyone should be hearing about that. You know, I didn't see, or I don't recall seeing any major posts about that on like TSN or the score. Or... Right. I got it from the score. Did yeah. you get it from the score? Yeah. But when? I don't know, a month ago. <laughs> the whole April point 22nd. That. April 22nd. 
that's when the team was founded. Oh, wow. Oh, oh okay. Well, it probably might have been like overshadowed by uh, COVID. everything else. COVID. Yeah. yeah. There you go. I feel but, like that. But it is a factual thing. Kat, did you, did you ever have times throughout your minor career where like you felt almost uncomfortable or like maybe even like discriminated against uh, with like the boys team or anything like that? Um, yeah, for sure. There were times I was uncomfortable. I mean, like being the only girl in a room full of like 10 year old boys is, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You could kind of assume how that goes. So I think, yeah, I think playing boys hockey was great for like my skill development and like I had great coaches and everything, but I also was really shy. And mm-hmm. so like it kind of, in terms of like speaking up and like leadership roles and on the team and stuff like that. Like, I think it kind of hurt me in that way, but um, yeah, I guess I was, I was shy growing up. So like being the only girl in the room was a little tough sometimes, but a lot of times like they were, they were pretty supportive. Like I am like the best feeling would be when we had hitting um, starting minor peewee. And so like you go in for a huge yard sale and like your teams just, yeah, and on the bench, like that's like a yeah. great feeling and stuff. And yeah, so they, they were supportive. It's just you know, boys. Yeah, it's have just yeah, it's an, awkward at that interesting age. Interesting sense of humor. Yeah, at that age, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So how many how many years have you been at Dartmouth now, and how many years of hockey have you played? Three. Three. Yeah, so I have one year left. One year left before I graduate. Any uh, any crazy stories there while playing? Like, has there been any fights or any? crazy stuff fights no um in terms of just like Dartmouth itself it's kind of like a crazy not me I wouldn't call it crazy but they just have so many traditions and it's almost like joining a cult Mm -hmm. I kind of joke about it but it's a little true (laughs) (laughs) Um, like my freshman year homecoming they have this gigantic bonfire and you run around for how many times or for your year of graduation so like I had to run around it 20 times 21 times Oh, wow. It's like I literally was running around a fire, like, <laughs> which is kind of like, funny. Now they make them walk culty. one lap. Yeah. Now they make them walk one lap because, like, everyone yells at you, worst class ever, like, go touch the fire. And it's like a huge safety concern. And people actually try to touch the fire. So now they just, they make them walk one lap instead of running 21. That's not as fun. <laughs> it was fun. I, it was hot, though. <laughs> but it was super fun. Yeah. Was it only I the women, welcomed. Was it only the women's hockey team that had to do that? Oh no, no, it's all freshmen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. So the whole year entire class, like it's the the bonfires on the middle of the green, which is like the big kind of I don't know, it's like 100 meter by 100 meter like square of grass in the middle yeah. of so campus. Every student is doing this. Well, every First year. First year, yeah. And then all the other years are like crowding around you yelling at you. <laughs> so i felt welcomed it's okay <laughs> you never imagine you have to do that in Ryerson, <laughs> Kerr Hall or dundas street dundas square yeah <laughs> yeah no we never had to do that thank yeah. god and then yeah we have like team traditions too um like a, a sophomore freshman night where like which is like second and first years and where you play like games to get to know each other and stuff so you end up being like really close with the year above you mm-hmm. and like and then once you're a sophomore the year below you and stuff like that and yeah there's a lot of team bonding stuff so you felt yeah for close. sure 
And do you sure. live with everyone, like live with just people on your team? Um, first year I had just like, they, they randomized the roommates. Mm. And then second year you can choose your roommates. And so I lived with two teammates in the dorms. A lot of undergrads live in the dorms. Like they don't, there's not a whole lot of options for like off campus housing. And then this past year I lived with one of my teammates as well. Nice. And do you like living in the States? I mean, New Hampshire's, <laughs> it's good. It's not a huge culture shock because it's like a Northern state. It's also in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Right. But um, yeah, no. So far, it's been good. So are you are you still there right now? Like no, I'm at home right now. Okay. I'm in Aurora. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah, because I finished um, in March my my winter term, and so I was taking an off term. The we we have a weird like quarter system, mm-hmm. and so I had an off term for the spring and the summer, and so I was going to come home anyways, and then COVID hit. So. Well, that's good you got home because it's a mess over there. Yeah. <laughs> the states are crazy. Yeah. And she wouldn't even be able to get home. I know. I think they let people, I think essential travel is okay. But yeah, I guess. Sure. Yeah, yeah, true. I think they would let you come back, but I don't think I can go back until they open the border. <laughs> One last question. How, is, like, how would you describe the level of hockey you're playing at right now? What are some of the differences that you notice from your other leagues and, and, and what's the biggest difference yeah it's definitely the highest level that I've played against and Mm -hmm. even my conference too like we have a lot of good teams like the Clarkson and Princeton and all those who like make it to the to the national championship and stuff like that and so they have a lot of like national team players or like the U20 like the the younger national team too um yeah it's like the concentration of good players there's just like it doesn't drop off a whole lot mm-hmm. in terms of like teams whereas like in minor hockey and like the PWHL like you could have a a wide variety of like skill levels mm-hmm. but yeah I'd say it's definitely the the highest level I've played the speed is is that like a big factor is everything just so yeah. much faster yeah for sure like first year I think I I, I had to like just adjust and get a lot quicker mm-hmm. in terms of my footwork and stuff and like making decisions. Thank okay. you for, thank you for taking the time to do this by the yeah, way. No, thanks for having thank me. You. This was fun. Yeah. We want to have people in person too, but obviously because of COVID yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, thank you for taking the time. Really appreciate it. Yeah, no, thanks. What was thank this you. hit? What was the hit debate before? <laughs> Pat was uh, asking me if I did, if I did the hit intensity. Is that what it was, Pat? You're asking me if I've ever done high intensity interval training. Yeah, like I, I, <laughs> because you're like, oh, I did, uh, I did the Nike thing. I'm like, okay, well, have you done hit? Yeah, I've done hit, Anthony. It's, okay, it's, it's fine. It was just, it was just a question. And have I, you done hit, Anthony? I have, I have. I mean, hockey's te- technically hit when you yeah. think about it. <laughs> it is. It's but, like the, it's like the best form of hit, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, there's no shape like like game shape. Yeah, there's no nothing you can do. <laughs> Hockey's literally <laughs> the, the best same. workout. It's the best yeah. workout. But yeah, no, Pat Pat was just getting a little bit rattled there. So I wasn't rattled. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Cat. We appreciate thank it. Thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. I'll see you guys. <laughs> see you later. Bye.
All right. We want to thank Kat for coming on the show and uh, sharing her experiences. Her, <laughs> I've got to restart. What's the matter with you? You. <laughs> you. You're making me laugh, man. I didn't even say, I didn't say nothing. You did. I'm just sitting here. I'm just sitting here. I'm sweating buckets, bro. Why? I don't know. It's hot in here. All right, you're you're closing it out because you made me laugh. What did I do? You fucking had that semi smile on your face. You know what you did. All right. I just want to thank Kat for coming on. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah. Should I go again? Yeah, one more time. I want to thank Kat for coming on. She's a great guest, a great first female guest and she's officially a friend of the show and she did a great interview great insight into women's hockey as well what do you think anthony yeah just a great interview um she's very open to talking about uh basically her experiences and and sharing her stories so we want to thank her very much and again official friend of the show huge um first female guest awesome and uh yeah i think it was a great episode oh we're obviously biased here but it was a good. <laughs> yeah, we might be a bit biased because it's kind of our show, so we think it's a great show. But yeah, you could deal with that. <laughs> Take and that. You know what? Take that as you can, I guess. Yeah, and you know what, Anthony? You can find us on Instagram and TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've had At to. Okay, from the bench. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. We've had to redo this outro three times because Pat Pat is just smirking at me. He's just got this this subtle smirk at me whenever I'm trying to do something serious, and it's uh, it's hard to concentrate. So we nailed this take, and uh, Pat told everyone where he can find us. So anything else, Patrick? Uh, you know, I don't know what else there is to say other than we're going to be back next week with another episode. <laughs> You're damn right we will be. So again, we want to thank Kat for coming on the show and uh, we'll see you on the other side.